two man game, TMG, uh, get the news fast, AMG, uh, game of two boxes, name two boxes that hit as hard as this, yeah we're cutting to the truth, no there ain't no narrative. Eyes up on the cup this year, hear the stadium erupt this year, call my team, TMG. Welcome to the two-man game podcast with myself, J.A. and Tim Jim. Your boy, Mello. It's been another week of sporting intrigue. Just tell them what episode it is. They don't know. Yeah, it's another week of sporting intrigue. Introducing you to episode 79. 79 and out. Almost there. Almost at 80. That's another guess. 79? 79? There's no number of significance that I know of. Ooh, what happened in 1979? There was no Euros, no World Cup. Can't remember who won the NBA chip. Probably Celtics. Might, might have been the Blazers. Oh, no, Supersonics. Might have been. Uh, 79. And who's on the Supersonics team? There's no Olympics, nothing, yeah. Who was on that Supersonics team? In the 70s? 79. Oh, God. That's like the team that everyone forgets. When I'm one of those people that forget. Oh. Who's on it? One of them was a Celtic. Oh, no, he was on Blazers. Uh, Bill Walton. Nope, not him. Uh, 79. Dennis Johnson? Yes. He should be a Hall of Famer. Not a Hall of Famer, man. Should be. Defensive Player of the Year. How many times champion? He, he, he's a, he was the MVP. And fans, how's he not a Hall of Famer? Come on, man. Nothing else. Deep that he's not a Hall of Famer. Mm. He was a defensive stopper still. How many championships did he win? Two, three. Is it two, three? He won three championships. Yeah. Two Sonics, one with Celtics. One Celtics. Yeah, one Sonics, two with Celtics. And he was a Finals MVP. And he's not a defensive. And five-time NBA All-Star. And he's, not a, and he's not a Hall of Famer. One-time All-NBA first team. One-time second team. Six-time NBA All-Defensive team. And he's not a Hall of Famer. you got guys like... <laughs> three times. Um, these Europeans, these random Europeans that are Hall of Famers. Well, it's, it takes into uh, account more than just... Um, your NBA career, of course. It's the basketball Hall of Fame. They need to make an NBA Wait, one. He's, he's actually not in the Hall of Fame. No, actually, he is. 2010, he got. He is. After his death. So, why the, or maybe I heard someone say he's not a Hall of Famer. I think it was um, Shannon or Skip. That's why you can't he take. Is, that's why you can't take what these guys say to the bank. Some of their stuff be wrong. Mate, yeah, they, yeah, obviously. But when he was alive, he should have been put in the Hall of Fame. I don't know why they waited to 2010 to do that for him. Right. With all that, with all that. Credibility. We chase him a Grady in there. For Anyone what? can get in there. Tracy can. Anyone. Tracy's there for vibes. It's just ultimate vibes. Cause you did a couple. Uh, Cause you, I don't even won a couple scoring champs. Tracy McGrady is in the Hall of Fame. Him and Vince Carter, are two of the most non-consequential careers in NBA history. But the, the most wasted. Wasted careers. They're just pure vibes, Don's. Pure vibes. Anyway. Keep I want basketball. to talk about something great. I want to keep it basketball for this since. You want to talk about basketball? To start off with, since we started. You want to talk about, okay. So, what was it? obviously, a lot of things have changed since our last podcast. Mm. We now know the NBA finalists. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Well, I think we spoke about Golden State. Did we speak about Golden State? Uh, beating Dallas in our last podcast. I believe we did. I believe we did. Yeah, we don't need to go into that anymore. But let's talk about um, Boston and Miami. I think there was two games, the six and seven. I think we can dissect both. Talk to me about game six. 
Jimmy Buckets, my man. That's why I got his jersey. In the regular season, he's not really doing much. Kind of floating because he's an experienced guy. He knows that it's all about the playoffs. Playoff, he turns all the way up. Get turned. And he had a game for the ages. He had a signature game. One of the great NBA playoff games. I mean, what? 47 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists, 4 steals, 1 block. 8, the stat sheet. He was so efficient as well. 50% from free, 55% from the field. 11 out of 11 from the free throw line. I mean, Jimmy, he kind of gets skipped because I don't know why. Maybe because he's not in this, because it's probably to do with consistency and the lack of free. And the fact that, you know, obviously he hasn't won a championship, but he always gets skipped as a superstar type player. He can play to a superstar type level because people are ready. I don't see guys that um what's called Jason Tatum, which he probably end up will be becoming one, especially if he wins the finals. Tatum is not a superstar. But people are trying to say already, but Jimmy Butler doesn't really get that sort of notion. And get, when people make their top tens, he always seems to get skipped. But you know, Jimmy Butler took over. Um, the Celtics, they're a bit hot and cold at times. I mean, like you know, they they ideally would have liked to think they would have punished um the Heat at home in Game Six. You know, get done early. But yeah, I think that was more about Jimmy Butler's brilliance and, you know, came to came to play and that was that. I feel like that game six is what veteran teams do when their back's against the wall. Um, they had contributions from Toka, even Lowry was was good, Strauss played up. But when your back's against the wall, as Miami did, have a last stand. Jimmy Butler is always good under pressure, you know. He's a man that doesn't get overruled by the moment, you know, he's got a lot of heart. I remember him telling... Um, LeBron, he's in trouble in the NBA Finals. That man has irrational confidence and you need that from a superstar. And it pays off sometimes. The way Jimmy Butler played in that game, played with no fear, no, not scared, and he wore on his troops. 48 points in a... In a 47. 47 in a uh, elimination game. You know, stuff of, stuff of legends. And to win, uh, it's, it's something special. Um, I think one of the best performances of the playoffs so far. Put that up there with um, Lucas Game 7. Yeah. Lucas Game 7 is one... I'm trying to think of another good performance at this playoffs. Mm. I think Giannis, I think had, Giannis a... had a couple. Giannis is, Giannis is one in a losing effort. The Game 6 was special. But Tatum matching. Tatum was good. In, Tatum and Giannis in those, that game. That was quite good. I think Steph, Steph has been consistent. I haven't got one signature Steph game of this playoffs. Been quite consistent. I think Jalen Bronson against Utah when he went for 41. Dinwiddie against um, the Suns. The Suns as well. For, especially for a role player. For a role player to step up and drop 30 as well. Very, very impressive. I'll give Jar. Jar's won in game two against Golden State. I think, what, what did he get? Was it 47 or something? 47 as well, yeah. Yeah, he had a very good prefer um, game. But I think Butler's one is the most impactful of the... Of those ones, I think him and uh, it's quite tight between him because Dungey's one was kind of like he just stole the soul. Butler was a was continuously battling mm -hmm. uh, through it, uh, so that was good. But the game seven, the Celtics are just overall from top to bottom. They're the best team in the in the NBA, uh, man for man. You think? I think the depth. They know they're only going to play seven, eight guys, and the eight guys they have are well. They have. At least seven guys they can trust, and uh, an X factor like Pritchard is not a guy they really trust, but they know if they can put him out there, he he can bang a couple. Of he can yeah, can bang. I mean, like, you go for it. Smart, Brown, Tatum, Horford, Williams, White, 
and um, what's his name? The, the guy that came with the big three, Grant Williams. Yeah. That's seven. You have seven mm. guys that are two-way players. Yeah. Athletic, you know, kind of well-rounded players. You know, there's no real defensive weakness. I mean, like I said before, Giannis had to go at uh, Jalen Brown as a defensive um, weakness to get the favourable matchup. Obviously, when White's on the floor, he's a bit smaller, but White's also a very capable defender. Yeah. So, yeah, seven guys that there's no real weakness there. It's a solid team. Obviously, when you go further down the list, you've got guys like Pritchard. They don't really even go, but it's eight. They're not going to go any yeah. further than... Pritchard. I mean, Pritchard, if you want to spread the floor and need some freeze, Pritchard's a good guy. They're never going further than Pritchard. They're not going to bring in no Aaron Neesmith or any... Oh, oh Tice. Tice. Sometimes Tice as well. Yeah, so... Yeah, but those two, Pritchard and Tice, they might not... It's just dependent. And I don't foresee Tice and Pritchard really getting minutes in this in this series. Against Golden State, but yeah, from top to bottom, they just had more depth than Miami. Miami, they they were just lacking something. Uh, they, obviously, Hero missed some games. That's Hero. If, if Hero's at full two, I think they might want it. I don't know. Twenty point per game scorer, um, good ball handler, defensively uh, though, he can hit threes. Oh, defensively, you know, to be fair, yeah, you're right. He might give up the same twenty points yeah. he's, he's making, but you know, Hero was especially in the, the half court. Hero was their reliable. Yeah, he was their go to guy. So for him to miss a lot of those games was. Um, a, that's why people are not really fav- favouring the Celtics for the final because mm. they've had, you know. They're very up the, and down. There's that, and they're running to the finals. They've had a lot of luck. Mm. I mean, the only time they had no luck whatsoever was against. Um, Sometimes you can say luck. If you, you need you, luck. You need luck. Do you ever look at it? Because obviously during the season, Kyrie um, didn't play that many games. And so the chemistry that he could have built with his team wasn't to his maximum. Obviously, Ben Simmons was injured. But you can even say Golden State, you've had luck. My rank, my rank got injured. It's true. But I'm, I'm talking about every round. Bucks, Jokic, Jokic, if it's Jokic with it's true, no one else. It's true. But Bucks as well. Um, no, Chris Middleton. No, Middleton. Middleton's definitely win, probably in six. I think Bucks would have. Yeah, I think Bucks would have won in six. And obviously, the finals, heroes in and out. Kalari was not 100%. Um, but then again, like I said, the Golden State, Jokic had um, no Murray and no. Uh, who's the other guy again? Uh, Porter. Porter. Um, Jar got Jar injured. Jar got injured. And obviously, the Mavericks done well to get there. Yeah, just done well to get there. So, I mean, to be honest, there's a lot of stars we're missing from this playoffs, anyways. That's a LeBron. Um, Kawhi, PG, but it's gonna be like that now because the talent is so spread. You're gonna have big names at home regardless. Think about it, even okay. If you look look at the West and East next year, no West. Look at the West. Okay, everyone's back. AD's back. Kawhi, Paul George, Dame's back. What's them, who's, them, who's, who's getting knocked out? They should be. They should be leaving somewhere. I think what's it called? We'll be out. The Pelicans. You like to think the Pelicans and Timberwolves. They're gonna have Zion back. I, see, I don't know if that. Anti Edwards is only going to get better. Um, that means if Zion's going to even play. That's true. But Anti Edwards is only going to get better. Who's who's dropping out of the eight? I mean, it's true. Team's not only going to get better. You're only going to see superstars. Even last year, didn't Steph miss it? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. He did. He did. For he, sure. did he missed. He missed it. Now he's here saying a lot. What's he saying? Oh, it's now it's in the finals, isn't it? He's saying it's in the finals. Anyway, talk about finals. Who do you think is going to win it and why? And in how many games? Make a prediction. Um, I could go either way. Obviously, I'm going to go with the Celtics. I'm going to feel they're going to rise to the occasion. 
They don't, won't be overawed. They may be overawed in phases, particular games they will lose. I think they'll do it in... I think they'll do it in seven because they're going to give Golden State some chances. But I feel they have they have enough guys that can guard Golden State properly. Um, these guys that can guard multiple positions. I feel Tatum right now, is he better than Steph? If not better than Steph, he needs to approximate him. But I feel Jalen Brown's better than what um, Clay Thompson's producing right now. Um, that's how I was even saying. Don't be surprised if like, Jalen Brown sneaks the final. I saw, that, I saw that. I saw that. Don't let him see that final MVP because if he does, that's gonna look bad on Steph and look bad on but, but t- technically, the, technically on Tatum as well. The thing is, Tatum and Brown are just so inconsistent. It's just like it just makes it so hard for you to say which one is. But if you look at the last mm-hmm. series, series mm-hmm. you could say that Brown had much, just as much of a case as Tatum as being the MVP Finals MVP, um, Commerce Finals MVP. Yeah. It's just I don't know. Those two just it's just. Do you know what they are? They're half superstars. No, uh, two. Well, Tatum is a half superstar, and Te- um, Brown is just always going to be a star. But what they accumulate together is like a star. It's like a superstar and a bit. Mm-hmm. It's just enough. It's just enough. And then the other bits together as a combination make the Celtics what they are. I would have Celtics in six. Because, but, I thought the Warriors pose a lot of problems for them defensively because... The way the Warriors play basketball is different to how anyone else plays it. It's random. It's it's movement. It's off the ball. And as much as the Celtics are good on-ball defenders, this is a whole different beast. This is something you haven't seen. You're seeing Yanis, who's just going to... Yanis, you've seen a lot of iso ball basketball so far. You've seen Kyrie's iso ball. You've seen KD iso ball. You've seen Yanis, which is get to the rim, Iso ball kind of basketball. Everyone has to earn their own shots. Jimmy Butler earns his shots. There's nothing easy. Mm-hmm. The Warriors make a lot of easy baskets. I, it's going to take time for them to acclimatize to what the Warriors basketball does. So even though I have a Celtics winning, I'm extremely worried because if if they don't win those, first, if they don't get a split on the road, they're in big big trouble. They're in big trouble. If they don't win or get a split in these first two games, they're in big trouble. But I, I believe the Celtics will win this game one because the teams that have posed Golden State the most problems are teams like Memphis, which are long and versatile defensively. In that series against Memphis, when they went big, which the Celtics already are going big, because they got Holford, they got Robert Williams, they got Grant Williams, who's kind of a big guy. They're going to go big. They're going to cause them problems inside. They're not going to just out-rebound teams. So that's where I believe the Celtics are going to win. Win this series. Uh, you're gonna see a lot of Marcus Smart on on Curry, Brown, and Clay. They're gonna not guard Draymond Green, which is gonna pose problems. And when they when they go to their pool party lineup, which is Paul, Curry, Thompson, that's where I feel the Celtics are gonna capitalize on them because you can't hide all of those people. We can't hide all. We can't hide well two of them, Curry or Paul. Like the Celtics have people that are capable of scoring from all their spots. Hawthorne can get your cheeky 15. Um, Smart can get his own shot. Brown can get his own shot. Tatum can get his own shot. Yeah, Brown will kill um, Paul. Yeah. If so, they tell Paul to mark, not Brown, sorry. Smart will kill, well, definitely Brown, but Smart will kill Paul. So, so who's, he guard, who's Paul Garden? Who's Curry Garden? That's the thing, yeah. Who they yeah, going to guard? Yeah, that's the, that's the issues that they're going to have on that end. And that's why I just feel the Celtics are going to win. Cause, but I hope... That they be, I, see, I see a lot of Kuminga in this series. Oh, he's Kuminga. 
Iguodala those kind of if Iguodala's back to fitness I don't think well he won't be at full fitness it won't be at full fitness because he's lacking match but I heard he, I heard, I heard basketball he, he fitness played, yeah, but if you compare big minute, minutes in the game then yeah you may see a lot of him in Kaminga and yeah that you might even see Moses Moody and the such guys well Moses Moody don't know who he is but fair enough but Paul um, those guys Paul uh, Curry that lineup Wiggins I think Clay and Draymond's at the five yeah uh, yeah, the, the thing is, the Celtics could definitely capitalize on the mismatches that would be favorable to them, because Paul and Curry, uh, especially Paul, I mean, they're not really guarding anybody, and they'll just hunt them down. Mm. Brown and Tatum, they when they're on their, when they're on their game, they're two formidable guys to go up against. Like I always said, I say that at the start of the playoffs, if those guys give you an extra ten percent, mm. which links to their ability and performance, which obviously links to consistency and making mm-hmm. the right decisions and become better playmakers and becoming more efficient, then you know you got. You got two guys who have superstarish potential, especially Tatum. I feel Brown can at times um, approximate a superstar, mm-hmm. which he has done for these playoffs. So, you know, you got two two way wings, make a shot, athletic. They're getting they're, they're built right. Um, they're built right. In the basketball, you, it's wings that win championships, isn't it? It's changed since the nineties. It's since Jordan era. It's wings. Really. They're gonna well, they, for the future. Looking, they're just gonna need to get someone to potentially replace. Hawford as you get ages and people say Grant Williams but they, then they're going to need another that kind of biggish guy like a 6 foot 5 6 foot 6 plus or maybe even bigger than that but you need that. a versatile the thing Hawford does is versatile enough that he can actually defend That's if, you look across the, if you look across the league there's not many guys that are built like Hawford that have the profile to defend like him it's true uh, so it, it, quite unique but I'm sure you can find someone similar if you look around the league there's 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 someone. There's always someone. Yeah. There's always someone, Capella like, or yeah, I don't know. I'm sort of find someone. And the thing about the Celtics, they're so lucky that Tatum and Brown they didn't get the cap. They didn't meet the requirements to get the supermax. Because if they did, it'd be very hard to build this team. For sure, it'd be very hard to build this team. Think about Jalen Brown's on a four-year, hundred million contract, which is miniature compared to what Donovan Mitchell, Trey. Jar's gonna get even what Zion and and Luca are all getting is even Tatum, he's not even a, really on the supermax. Can you imagine? And they're saying this guy's a superstar. Is the inconsistency that kept them back, man? It's unfortunate. It's okay. unfortunate. But do you know what's so ironic about this series? This series is all linked or interconnected to the Brooklyn Nets. Well, oh yeah, both sides, yeah. Cause Kyrie played for Celtics. And KD played for Warriors, and obviously the Celtics beat Kyrie and KD this season. And either way, one of them is going to take a hit because you know if Celtics win, people are like, oh, why did Kyrie leave? If the Warriors win, they already won before KD came. They won after you came. Boy. It's actually mad. So they both left, and both the teams they left got to the finals before them. Boy, they don't need you. I mean, what impact are you having? And they got swept in the first round to stop it off. A lot of superstars got a lot to their name. Harden as well looks. Oh, this if he did a list of guys that came off this this playoffs looking bad. Okay, here's a question because I'm assuming this has been getting a lot of traction online for you guys out there. If Steph Curry is to win, no, a chip and get Finals MVP, no. If he's got anything to do with LeBron, no. I will ask you first question: Does he enter the top ten all time? He's there. He's already. He was like. He's eleven twelve. He's there. He's there. He's eleven twelve. He's eleven twelve. He's there. He's in the list. He joins the top ten. He comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yanis comes out. 
But Giannis will probably come back in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come back now. It's too good, isn't it? I don't know why Giannis is there already, but fair enough. One of the greatest. For me... There's no one is as unique. Do you know who's starting to come down and down and down off the list? No. Shaq. It's dropping, 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 dropping. Well, he's towards the back end for me anyway. Yeah. He's dropping, dropping, dropping on my list. But, um, but guys like Hakeem don't get... Pam, guys need to watch Hakeem. Because you get discredit. I saw guys saying greatest big man and they weren't putting Hakeem's name in there. Bo! Well, how many... What they put? What? Kareem... <laughs> Uh, Will, Russell, Shaq. But I saw um, their big admiral on there. I saw guy like... Yeah, we'll get out of here, man. I came bust him up, man. Get out of here. I mean, for me, um, I've got Michael, LeBron, Kareem, Magic. Larry. Uh, Russell, Larry, Tim, Wilt, Hakeem, and Shaq. For me, it would be... Will Steph be... Would he pass Kobe? No. Would he pass Shaq? Would he pass Shaq? Shaq's 10th for me. Would he pass Shaq? No. So for me, it's still not enough for him to crack the top 10. Are you sure? Yep. He cracks it. He will... Why will I have Steph over Shaq? It's because basketball is a game of height. So it already got the advantage. Yeah. For, for Steph to be a driving force for, let's say, two chips, mm -hmm. to change the way basketball's played as a six foot two player, it's already transformative of impact it's just greater than what Shaq's done for basketball. Mm, and you can't you can't even you can't really say too much about it. You can't you can't about say about that Steph's peak game. is even long Steph's peak is probably you just about, as long. Yeah, you can talk about the wider game and influencing kids and influencing other teams and their teams fair enough, but I'm talking about what you actually did on the court. How effective were you leading my team? Time, How much value did you bring to the court? How effective were you were to leading me to championship wins and victories? Shaq has what, he's got one MVP. It's got three. So let me go through his list again. I have about ten. Look at look at Steph's list. Steph's list is very comparable. He's a unanimous MVP. No one else has ever done that. Shaq is arguably the most dominant player that's ever lived. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Domination. Dominant, dominant players ever. Yeah, lived. but so Curry Steph, has more skills. Steph is the most game-changing player on a basketball court that's ever played the game. You have to guard thirty feet out. You have to guard beyond the three-point um, line. He's up there. I mean, there's guys that will because they change the rules for those guys. I mean, they haven't really changed the rules for Steph, but he's changed the way people guard and stuff. That's he changed true. how basketball played. Yeah, so they, so they were and stuff. They changed, literally changed the yeah, rules. Yeah, but comparing the way they, they changed rules for Kareem, they changed rules for Michael Jordan, where they you say you can't, you have to have a certain number of guys on one side of the court, blah, blah, blah. They've changed the, what? We're talking about legal defense. Yeah, illegal defense. That's in the paint. No, it's outside the paint. Yeah, you can't yeah. have guys in the paint no, for no, more than three seconds. No, it's outside. It's oh, no, legal safety you have to be guarding someone. You can't yeah. just, you can't just be um, zone. Yes. And it, and it's the amount of people on the side of the court. Yeah, they changed that for Michael Jordan because he used to ISO and then everyone used to go to one side. What what um it, it's there's only a, what four or five transformational players that make people move into a new era. As great as LeBron has, he hasn't changed into a new era of basketball. Steph Curry has literally changed the evolution of basketball to where predominantly teams shoot how many threes now. Even though I, I, I do think the Houston Rockets were a big part of the change. That were more Houston Rockets about shooting the percentage of threes. Mm -hmm. Steph is really the one that made the three an efficient shot. That's Remember true. what they used to say? Jump shooting teams can't win championships. They did, they did. That's true. Steph broke a lot of things. But for me, I just I feel Steph will need another finals MVP. Because why Steph won his four... So he needs to win the, you're saying he needs to win five? No, for, this is what Shaq has. For, him, for me to move... Because for me to put Steph over Shaq, Shaq's got four chips, three finals MVP, 
one normal MVP. Steph already beats him there. Fifty time All Star. I think Steph's like nine or ten or eight, something like that. Forty time All NBA. Steph hasn't got first that. or second. First or second. Steph hasn't got that. Um, obviously, rookie doesn't matter. Three time All Defensive. I don't think Steph's been in, ever been in a defensive team. Defensive side of the ball matters. Shaq wasn't as good as defensively for as long as he could have been, but when he put his mind to it, he was a dominant defensive mind uh, player. They're both, they're both two-time scoring champs. Um, obviously, Steph beats him on the skills, like, you know, free throws and jump shooting and ball handling and stuff like that. Obviously, Shaq beats him on the physicality. Um, they're not going to guard each other. Of course they're not. I mean, the thing with Shaq is that he left a lot on the table. The thing with Steph is that he's almost maximising his potential. He's 33, 34, 34, Steph? He's 33, 34, something like that. You know the funny thing is... No, no, no bad thing about Shaq, but if you're playing basketball now, Shaq will, Shaq Shaq will still be on the court, but, Shaq will but play. they will go at him. Shaq will play, especially in his, if, if, in his prime. If it's Orlando Matt Shaq, then no, because Shaq, Shaq, if he's playing today, he will adapt to how he will have to stay uh, fit. He'll have to stay fit for longer. But how long does he? But he will have to because he will, we don't know, he'll yeah. get paid off the court. We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, maybe his career is shortened. But would have to because if it's Orlando Shaq, he can play. He would have to stay with the call. But the thing is, Shaq. I mean, he could play in a team. Do what? Um, what? Uh, four out, one in, one in, four out. Shaq would be the one in. Have four shooters. But but what version of Shaq? Not this Shaq that was lumbering. If Lakers, Lakers Shaq is big. Yeah. He wouldn't be able to do the one in four out. It's the Orlando version of Shaq that could do one in four out, where he could run the court. Yeah, that one. That one will probably last longer because he knows he would know as a great player that I'll have to adapt and keep myself in shape if I want to play. Because that one, he, he got away with not being in the best of shape and still was winning titles and stuff because the game was I'll yeah, that way. I'd love to see Hakeem, Hakeem now, fam. Hakeem will be perfect. Because Hakeem could hit a jumper. He'd probably adapt to hitting a decent three. He could jump. He could hit a nice jumper. Defensively, he's got the record in blocks and no one's ever going to beat him. In I mean... Akeem, well, turns Russell and Wood in the curve and like that. But Akeem, yeah, he could he can move his feet, excellent footwork. He used to be a goalkeeper. Mm. Akeem would be perfect for this era. Same with Kareem. People may say Kareem would struggle because, um, you know. In the old version of Kareem is definitely getting destroyed. No one cares about jump hooks, blocking that. But him, they'll, as I said, they'll do, what, four out, one in. And But Kareem was more versatile with his feet, his footwork. So he'd been, he'd been fine for the most part. We'll just have to, you know. Keep himself in shape like he did. He's done a lot of yoga. That's why it lasted 20 years. Hence why he's got the scoring um, record. But yeah, I mean, okay, that's the first one. Because people have been saying, you already said notice, but people have been saying if Steph wins, he's levels with LeBron mm. and stuff. I don't I don't know why they get that from... The only thing that will be levels is the fact they're having the same amount of championships. Don't you think, don't you think Steph's dominance is kind of like... It diminishes Timmy, LeBron. Timmy D, Timmy D. Kind of. But Steph's dominance, it does diminish LeBron's case for goats and stuff. It does. Because if someone's in your area and he's beating you up, it's uh Tony Evers winning as much as you uh, every everyone in um LeBron's ever has has eaten. Yeah, that's the thing. Which is deep. Fam, think about Le Michael's era. Got guys like Charles Barkley didn't eat, you know. Charles Barkley, Carl Malone. A lot of guys Stockton. didn't eat because of Jordan fam. Yeah, guys, I mean In the eighties though, everyone ate. But in the nineties, tough. Um the glove, what's his name? Gary Payton. Payton. He only ate when Jordan was gone. Patrick Ewing didn't never eat. Patrick Ewing didn't eat. My guy's going hungry. It's deep for Patrick Ewing because the, the year Lepon, um the year Jordan's gone, once in Hicking. I mean, Hicking, those guys, Barkley, Stockton, Malone, Ewing, those guys, the table, the chips were up for grabs, and Hakeem snatched both of them. Kyle Drexler's fortunate teams up with Hakeem, which mm -hmm. he did was a big factor in their second mm -hmm. chip. But yeah, they snatched them. Hakeem's deep, man. That's the truth.
David Robson didn't eat during Jordan's era. He ate yeah, when Jordan after. started living. You know what I mean? So, so like, we have people, like, the best way to look at it is in that debate is um, Kasparusa says it the best. I mean, LeBron had the East on lock. Jordan had the whole league on lock. To be fair, do you know, I saw some interesting that is like, oh, how many all NBA players did they face in their runs? Is it, I've seen that. It's insignificant because that's, that was the way the era was brought up. I think Yinka tried to um, um, bring this up. The era they played on was totally different. It was more of like a one superstar and kind of role players. Yes, Jordan did have Pippen, who was kind of like a... a no, but no, 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 no. I'm just talking about Steph and LeBron. Against what? If you see the all NBA players that they had to to face yeah, in their runs, Steph to LeBron, you know this year yeah. alone, Steph has faced more M- all NBA first teamers than LeBron did in his whole 10 year run of going to the final. That's crazy. That misses LeBron even more. Because he faced Jokic, Luka, and Ja. Oh, no, is it Jokic, Luka, and Ja? They were all NBA. First or second, LeBron only faced Derrick Rose. It was only NBA first team. Yeah, no, Jar wasn't. It's all is um Luca and Luca and Jokic or NBA first team. LeBron only faced Derrick Rose. It's in the conference, not the finals. In the whole run, yeah. Oh, the conference obviously not the finals, but in the whole run conference, in his whole run to get into ten consecutive finals. What about what about oh no, Dwight? He didn't get to finals against Dwight. Um, so LeBron only faced Derrick Rose. Uh, yeah, because Kyle Lowry and those guys weren't making it. Uh, it's probably true the East wasn't as um, it wasn't as stacked, but obviously people were running away from LeBron as well. So you have to see it two ways. Guys run away from LeBron. They did, yeah, yeah they did. For uh, look at the East now. Look at the East when LeBron left. Was guys, who NBA first and second was first? First. You see, was it a tweet? It was a tweet stat means? You, you might have to send it. Oh, Sammy's on point steal. Yeah, they're on point steal. Oh, there you go. Another, another feather, that's not LeBron's cap. So it's tight. It, it, hey, you heard this. LeBron. LeBron is still my guy, man. You want to chip in the bubble. That's a big chip. Uh, guys should to take that away from him. LeBron's still second, yeah. And, you know, guys always comparing to him. The fact that LeBron is in every conversation tells you already where LeBron is in this. He's a comparative. He's a measuring stick. He's a measuring stick below Jordan. Jordan is the all-time measuring stick, but... Man, I, I have got the, um, nothing bad to say about um, the man. No, about both not, I have nothing bad. It's one of the biggest reasons I got into basketball. Um, it was my favorite player for a long time now. So he's taking my honest. But just got to be honest about him. I mean, he's not the GOAT. I mean, um, you can make some cases for him. But yeah, I mean, the more, when you look at it, there's a there's more of a separate factor between him and other guys. Or him and Jordan, sorry. I mean, the thing, crazy thing is he may be closer to three and four than he is, is to Jordan. That's the crazy thing. Do you think so? I think so, yeah. But I don't think Jordan's as far away as some of the Jordan fans will say. Like, turns out, do I look at you? Could make a serious argument for Kareem and Magic to be number one. I, I, I wouldn't. Kareem has a big, big argument. Like, to those be four one. guys, they have a case. That's why. We, that's why we diminish you for putting Tim Duncan as what fifth, wherever you put him, or fourth, sorry, because you can't really make an argument for him being number one. The other guys, you can make serious arguments for. You can make an argument for Kareem being number one. You can make an argument for Magic, but. I guess if the once you start making an argument, then you start dissecting these players. We we when you're not number one, you get seen in a favorable light to say, oh, these are the things that made you number one. When you're number one, now you're thinking about things to knock this person off. That's how people use the 80s at like Jordan, like, wow, 
what happened to you in the eighties? What were you doing for your first seven years in the league? No, hey, it's just the truth. I mean, to be fair, the, the first seven years of Jordan's career, no one talks. Where's the footage? It's there. He's going to beat. But the thing is, I mean, when Jordan lost, he was meant to lose. When he won, he was meant to. But that's why Jordan essentially is the goat. If you want to break it down, there's no rule. There's but no. When, rule. when is the win when you're not suspected to win? That's it. Yeah, he doesn't have those, but he has no. That's what I'm saying. He has no. LeBron rule. has that. LeBron has it, but he, that, Jordan has above everyone has no bad moments or awful moments in his career. He has no tragic Johnson. He has no Dallas moment. He has no Kareem not making the playoffs. Like Jordan, when he was supposed to win, he won. When he was supposed to lose, he lost. I mean, people could say first rounds, but he got knocked out to teams where he was supposed to lose. But to. then, but then you you're saying that Jordan's career is a very steady trajectory. Okay, he lost when he had to lose. He won when he had to. Win. And LeBron, he won. Although LeBron has lows, he has some highs. And people love comebacks. Yeah, Everyone yeah. loves comebacks. LeBron has the highest high, probably, in uh, long guys like Hakeem and, and that, um, Dirk in like you know single postseason runs or quite, like the value of championships. Chip. Dirk and Yanis's chips are some of the most valuable. Dirk, Yanis, Hakeem are valuable Why chips. Why is Yanis one valuable? Because he's homegrown. He chose to stay at this team. Oh. He didn't team up with no superstar. Yeah, he didn't, didn't go through a gauntlet of teams like that. That's but he didn't have... Well, and the team he did beat, they were injured. So, yeah, but in terms of homegrown, fair enough. But yeah. he chose Jordan. Jordan's ships all homegrown. True. But Jordan, yeah, he... And he won... When he was supposed to win, he won at a rate of six. Like, multiple times. He ducked, he'd done a two, three-peats. I mean, is Jordan is very hard to eclipse. And very hard for anyone to eclipse him. You know, obviously with the Jordans, the shoes, and blah blah blah. But even just purely well, basketball, I can't go as granularly and say, "Oh, I I have to go back and watch every single series to say, okay." But but I know Indiana, Indiana game seven ninety eight. Pippen was one of the reasons why they won that game seven. But when you look back and stuff, things start to get erased slowly, slowly and slowly, slowly. The longer you leave it, pretty much, you start like, to like I said, it's true. But there's no black mark on Jordan's career, pretty True. much. There's black marks on everyone else's. Kobe's? Kobe's got black marks, yeah. I mean, well, he got knocked out first round after Shaq left. He didn't, or people say, yeah, you're tough. what else did Kobe do? Um, he didn't shoot, he passed for a He was very, very inefficient. Yeah, I don't think he's got a, a season shot over 47% from the field. But he's a shooter, man. Shoot, so shoot. Jordan's a shooter. Jordan. It's mid-range. Efficiency, 50%, isn't it? Jordan's uh, field goal percentage at 495 That's what the Wizard is. Without the Wizard, is at 51.5. Jordan routinely shot over 50%. That's why when people say Kobe's, Kobe's like Jordan's 0.75. Just, uh, it's newer, but it's not as good as the original. Maybe his mentality is just as... I think, actually, both of their mentalities are nuts. And Kobe's got, what, one finals? No, one, not finals, two finals MVP. Jordan's got six. So he's tripling you. Kobe's got one MVP. Jordan's got five. LeBron's got four. So four know. chips, four MVPs. Well, his last finals MVP is a bit for Gazy in my eyes. I Who? thought I thought AD was very good. Some people think AD is fair enough, yeah. I, I, that's very um it's a, it's a very fair debate to be had. But yeah, I mean, we'll see you the finals. I need to the Celtics. Hopefully they can get it done. It'll be good, you know, hope, you know, show new winners, a new era. We'll see. Um Champions League final, please. Come on, man. Mohamed Salah, oh no. No, we're not talking about Mohamed Salah. We're talking about another guy, an Englishman. Dude. An English right back. How old is he? 22, 23? 22, 23. What was he doing? He fell asleep. Talk to me, talk to me. Van Delegate, there's Van Delegate and Trent at the back post. So that Van Delegate thing, I mean, I need to watch the goal back here. I don't think. It was he Van Delegate, he, he, 
He should have engaged Valverde. At least make him make a decision before he gets to the box. He he backtracked all the way into his box. Um, but there's other runners to worry about. I mean, I'm not too worried about that. Um, my thing is... Obviously, more, you love Van Dijk. No, you can't blame no, the dog. No, 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 the times where he should have been more aggressive. Like, he should have been aggressive there. They also called the Kane one. Especially with George, George up to the sky. But I have to watch the goal back to, for me to say if it was at fault like that. For me, obviously, Trent didn't look over his shoulder once during that play. Obviously, Vin Vinicius Junior is one of the main... Um, should, should be top of the list of the scouting report mm -hmm. from Judah after Benzema. You can see Benzema in the box probably. Where's Vinicius Junior? He's the guy you're directly going up against. I remember I told you that's probably where the game will be won or lost. No, he did. It was where the game And was won. that's where the game was won or lost. I mean, obviously, Kotar made some behemoth saves. But even Trent offensively wasn't that great. He had some times opportunities to shoot, wasn't hitting the target. Didn't shoot. Crosses like that. weren't really meeting his targets. Um, his passing was fine. But I mean. Yeah, he didn't take over his shoulder. And these are the things that people point out. His defensive abilities have improved. Like in during the game, things was having a good defensive game for what I remember before that. You know, you tackled, I think a good time, his position was fine. But that one time he switched off at the highest level, which the Champions League is, in terms of quality of football, it is pretty much is the highest level of football, even including World Cup, so it's quality on the play. So quality on the pitch, sorry. And, you know, you got punished. If, yeah, Van Dijk didn't engage as much. You know, fair enough, he got punished. And Valverde put a wicked ball in. Valverde is a, I think he's an amazing baller. Could play in multiple positions. And as he gets older, he's going to probably go, go into more midfield DM role. I think Valverde will be here for a long, long time. Valverde's got, they, he's got legs, he's got football, he's got, he seems to have a lot of nous about him. Smart, swipe. intelligent player. They they brought in Tushemi, or is it Tushemi, what's his name? Tushemeni. Tushemeni, sorry. They've got Kamavinga. Valverde's still going to get major minutes. He's a quality player. I mean, he's very versatile. Uh, Benzema, um, Ballon d'Or is giving it to him now. He's got, he won the European Football of the Year or Champions League Football of the Year, something, whatever it is. Um, Who cares about these rewards? Anyway? But, oh, yeah, sorry. So, Salah, no, oh, we're going to Salah next. Then we're going to Benzema after. But Salah. Salah was calm. I thought Salah was calm. There's another final. Because people tell me the best, was the best player in the world. Another big, massive game. He's gone missing. I don't think he was the best player in the world. I had him. No, one point at a time, it was, but I said, guys, let's wait to end the season when the business it ends. It was actually come. calm in that game. I thought Coach was. There was one ball where it came over the top. The touch was exquisite. I saw that. Exquisite. The touch was great. And then the, the shot, obviously not far enough in the corner, of course. Coach yeah, weak foot. Right for You can get good contact, but so you can do it. Don't get City in the corner. Uh, well, he didn't get catch it that, like that. It's unfortunate. And this is why. The one that Marnie's chance is more of a. Like, Coach made an amazing save. Yeah, but um, this is why I tell guys why being, you don't have to be ambidextrous, but having a good solid weak foot is very key. It was solid, man. It was made a good connection. I don't yeah, know. good connection, but it, was, it wasn't in the corner enough. If it's a left foot, probably more in the corner. But if someone like Ronaldo on his weak foot can put down the corner consistently, yeah. someone like even Kaka could put down the corner consistently, um, Neymar, the likes of Hazard, um, could put down the corner consistently. Um, back to the greatest, Pele, left foot, could put down the corner consistently. And this is what separates guys. From getting that, to that, that was that touch was exclusive, fam. But the play was, was great. Even like the touch from the sky, the connection was calm. I don't think there well, maybe could have been more in the corner. The connection's calm. It's a good effort. Coutinho was just sometimes was that, equal to it. Sometimes it? the difference between winning and losing. Coutinho was equal to it. Coutinho was very good. Well, he Couture, made a lot of saves. Well, he, he got man in the match, right? Should have. Yeah. Coutinho was immense. Yeah, I think he shot up a lot of doubters. I'm not really doubt. I don't even care for Coutinho. Not you per se, but the, obviously the way he left Chelsea, Chelsea fans would. You know, and obviously start to injured wasn't that great. Him and Kepa are the same, dog. The one, no, he's better than Kepa. On, on his backside. Hopefully he can take that with the likes of um, Hazard, 
Even though he didn't do anything. <laughs> How does love by the streets? See the way he celebrate that Champions League. Him and Bill. They didn't they did that for <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah. Um Liverpool they tried. They just didn't take their chances. They had the first twenty minutes, they had chances, they were they were in control. They, they had to capitalize. They, then 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 Ramadan just got comfortable in the game and the thing is when you come up with a team with it's no with know how. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. They they've got know how, they know that group. The solid base. When you have three midfielders that have been there, done that, it fills the other and a striker that done it, it just fills the rest of the team with confidence. And I know right back in cover, I always criticize him, but he he, he was one of the after um Couture, I wouldn't be surprised if you got man in the match. He was immense. He he he, he, he marshaled Luis Diaz. Luis he locked Diaz, down Diaz. Was, I mean, all the things that because I, I always call him the Monday guy. Never, I mean, he was he was amazing that final. To be fair, so shout out to reliable to cover him. Huh? It's been a bum, man. It's been a bum all season to be reliable in that game. It's just just shows you that that guy's just got winning intangibles, which is it's just something that you know it's something you can't measure because when a guy's been there, done that, he just knows how to handle the. Alaba, he's gonna end up being a um, one of the best defenders of his generation. May end up being an all-time great defender. Got what three Champions now? I think he's an all-time great. Defender. He might end up being one. He's got two. He's like a, he's like. I don't even think about him when I think about defending. Well, now you have to. Alaba's a great defender. I mean, he's calm. I don't, he's not calm. He's calm. great. He's always he's been one of the best. Left, when he was the left back, was one. Of the, was the best left back. One of the best left backs in the world for a minute. I always favoured him over Marcelo. Thought he better play than Marcelo, especially both ends. Um, I always thought him as he thought his, as himself as a midfielder, and he was doing the inverted left back. So when Pep came, it helped him a lot. For Australia, plays midfielder, but when I was playing centre back for Madrid. Fantastic, and just gonna elongate his career because what well, he's not thirty yet. He's like late twenties, probably twenty eight, twenty nine. I mean, David Alaba. I was had a lot of time for David, David Alaba. But now on to the point of the spear. I know what you want to do, fam. Benzi. Benzi, my man, should have scored. The goal was a perfectly legal goal. Well, you I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why. It's 29. You it's owe him this year. an apology. For what? Big Benzi. Because you said you didn't rate him, gave his ma- a career up for a man, blah, blah, blah. And now he's going to lead them as the captain. Lead, at, at, from the front, even from the front, he's a Champions League winner. Due to get the Ballon d'Or, I mean, what do you have to say for yourself? Still don't rate him. I don't know how you cannot rate him. He's won it without Ronaldo. He's won it without Ramos. He gave up his career. He's the Benzema's the guy. Gave up his career. He's got some vital goals this year. Some pens, some headers, whatever, man. Benzema immaculate Champions League run. In those games, if we look back on it, I would say Modric is better than him in those games. Obviously, Modric has scored goals, but... Well, His impact is bigger. Either way, it works bad for you because you want to say not give Benzema his flowers, which you do. Give Mod- if you give him Modric his flowers, it brings Modric back to the Iniesta debate where Modric hey man, is on the Modric same is, table. Modric, Iniesta. Sits, Modric sits on the same table. As I can't deny this. The, ver- the very same table, and you know, what I mean, whoever, whichever you put him in a bag, whoever you pick up, I don't mind. I, I care who I pick up. I don't but mind in the table. That, hey man, and Modric is undeniable, man. Uh, I can't even deny this guy. What was Iniesta doing at his age? At 35, 36? Italian. He's playing in Japan. What was Rodgers doing when he was 22? He was, uh, what was he in at 22? Uh-huh. What was he in at 22? He was balling. For who? For Barcelona. Doing what? In the midfield. Because he didn't start balling in 2009. He wasn't, I don't think he was 22, I think he was like 24. Yeah, but he was balling before then. He was coming yeah. through the ranks. He was coming through the ranks, yeah. Rodgers, and he played, I'm sure he played in that final against Arsenal. Well, Modric, check it out, how much is Modric now? 36, right? So this is yeah. going 2022. Yeah. So 12 years ago, it was stats, I think it was a Spurs player, 2010. That's 14 years ago. And this went 2022. 12 years ago. What was Modric doing? When did Modric start becoming a full-time even starter? Oh, so 14 years ago, he been 22. Yeah. How old is he now? He's 36. 
And when, he, when was he at Spurs? Two, uh, 2008? Yeah. That's when he joined. So that's, uh, what, 14 years, 22. He was born for Spurs. Especially when he moved into he the didn't start. It was not starting the, for them for a while. The first season he went with Madrid, it was, it was considered a flop. First season of Tottenham, they tried to embed him in. Don't forget this. This is revisionist history there. And he washed it all away. He washed it away. He, washed he, it all he, away. he grew into his role. He grew into the Barcelona culture. He grew into a great yeah, midfielder. But, but even, even that first Champions League win for 2006, he wasn't a star. It was like Deco, Javi, those guys. It wasn't starting for them like that. No, yeah, so he was part of the team. It's part of the team. Modric was also part of the team. Also, even though Iniesta... Stop, stop. What's the guy? Let like? me listen. Even though Iniesta has the, obviously the World Cups and Euros with uh, Spain. He's got the highest peaks. I'm never going to deny that. That's It was amazing for pretty much all of them, especially he was a main man for 2010, 8 and 12. I think he won final, man of match 2012 final, but 12, I have to look back who was the main man. It's debatable. But 2010, he was the main guy for sure. Just about. But. 28. Who? Iniesta's 28. But flipping. What Modric did with Croatia is just as valuable. If you look at level of difficulty, look at actual true value, I mean, leading them to the final, you know, that, that's for me, that's just as important as what Sphinx did. 2018 to 2012. 2008. 2008. 2012. To 2012. Yeah. That is the four year peak of the greatest midfield trio to, to ever play football. Internationally and club wise, the greatest midfield trio. Yeah, it's true. But Modric, yeah, irrepressible. Actually, when did Biscuit? Biscuit was 28, really. In 2008, he was part of that team. That, or 2009, he was part of the team that won the Champions League in 2009. 2009, but 28, so he's a Xavi Alonso. So it was Xavi and Iniesta, then added Biscuits. The three, the greatest three-year run of any midfield ever. Club, internationally, brilliant midfield trio. Yeah, it's true. Probably, they probably do get that gong. And then, and then you can have um, what's this guy? What's the Brazilian done? Um, then uh, Modric, Cruz, and this what's the guy? Casemiro. They won five Champions Leagues, bro. Whatever. They as a, as a midfield, that's, that's beautiful. Great midfield, man. Beautiful. But what I would Dogs. say, Ronaldo Ramos winning Champions League value. The doesn't... old, huh? Old. Remember when you said I've not won this champion? Unfortunately, it's just winning mentality. It's just, it's there's something about your men, the mentality. That's it. Mentality so them free. I can't even, I can't believe it. This is the biggest mental triumph of, in football history. Intangibles. Intangibles. But when, Absolute I, intangibles. But when I bring up intangibles, guys want to laugh at me. Absolute intangibles won this. They wore themselves. more intangibles than a Thomas Muller fan. They wore themselves to a victory. Yeah. More intangibles than a Muller. More intangibles than a Bayern. Flipping intangible. It's the intangible cup. Can't even fault these men. They well, never gave it up. I was going to yeah, the debate about someone, about who has the greatest ability in football. When you say ability, what comes to your mind? Talk, we talk about skill. You, but obviously, you believe that ability is just not more than your the skill that you have where it's like, oh, your first touch, your pass, your shot, the ability to move your feet defensively, to ability to slide, a slide tackle, all of these things. There's also mental ability. But it's hard to judge that because how can you judge how mentally strong someone is? How would you know that until yes. they're put in that position? Yeah, see how they overcome adversity. But the one thing you miss is I don't people don't give credit for people being physical freaks. They do in basketball because obviously it's more a sport inclined for physicality. But seven hundred is a physical freak. No, but yeah, but people but people won't put him in the debates of having the most ability. I would. Physically, he's a freak. Technically, he's amazing. Mentally, he's very strong. All three categories he marks up as a. He marks up an elite category, but then, but physically, physically, he's probably the most freakish player there's ever been. 
But in football, you can overcome physicality. You can. Like, yeah, you can overcome physicality. Guys like Iniesta and Javi, they're not physical, they're amazing players. But And there's a, and, um, and in the game, a player that you might not say is strong or not have a lot of physical ability is actually very strong on the ball because the centre of gravity is low. Those things do yeah, benefit. Yeah, that comes to agility, um, what... Center of gravity, balance, that's also physical stuff as well. But when you have someone that marks all three categories, elite stuff, the likes of Cristiano Ronaldo, the likes of Pele, there's no way I can deny them. Pele's five foot what? He's five foot, he's Messi's five seven, Pele's five nine. Pele, and then no, but physicality? Pele, Pele has the most on record headed goals. I told you, one of his most iconic goals, he jump. I can't remember who it was because I didn't shirt, he's not shirt number. Maybe I need to look at the transcript again. But if it is Fashetti, one of the um, Inter Milan, Italy's greatest ever defenders, that guy is six foot. He outjumped a six foot guy at a back post at 5'7". 5'9". Sorry, at 5'9". Pele's an athletic freak. He's strong, quick, agile, balanced, everything. And But more, I will get off Pele, but more onto Ronaldo. Because people, some most people put Pele into the debate of having the greatest ability of all time. Most people will not put Ronaldo there because, I don't know, he doesn't pay the tiki-taka stuff, I don't know. But even though technically you can do pretty much everything to a high level, both feet, six foot one, athletic freak. Six two. Six one, six foot two. Physically, physically the most um, impressive footballer there has ever been. Mentally, very strong. I mean, he, he... Physically, more physically imposing than Drogba? Yeah. No way. Do you know why? No way. Because when you go for the categories, speed, strength, <laughs> jumping reach, agility. Jumping reach, I'll give Drogba. No, Drogba will get some, but when you go for all of them, he is the best. No way. He no is way he's being drugged by physically. He is. No, he's not being prime drugged by physically. Because yeah, you know, no, when people think physically, they just think strength. What's all Acceleration, speed, balance, agility. Jobber wasn't slow. He wasn't slow, but Ronaldo's a rocket. Jobber was nowhere Jobber took people's will with his his physical imposing. He yeah, was, took that's people's strength. will. Jobber was nowhere near as quick as Ronaldo. He would spin you in a second. Jobber was nowhere near as quick as Ronaldo. He might not be as quick, but there's just, if you took a physical. But Ronaldo's also very strong. Not strong as Jobber. Not sure, yeah, see? Very strong. Balance. All these things I mentioned. Balance. Did Jobber not have balance? He did. But the speed stuff, agility, Ronaldo beats him. All the stuff Jobber was good at, Ronaldo's very good at. The gap in acceleration. So you're saying that Jobber wasn't quick? Nowhere near as quick as Ronaldo. Jobber was quick. He was, he was decent paced. But no one is quick as Ronaldo. Ronaldo was a rocket. That's like saying, oh, Haaland is going to be just as close in one day. No. Haaland physically ticks all those boxes. If, if Haaland physically, he's a physical specimen. As, all the physical boxes that Ronaldo ticks, Haaland is just as yeah, good. Haaland physically is one of the best footballers you've ever seen. Mm. Just pure physical attributes. We'll, we'll see whether or not you can actually lead that to having a great career. But all physical attributes is one of the best you've ever seen. Even something like flipping Hulk physically. He's one of the best you'll ever see. But obviously, he marks way low on other metrics, so he doesn't bring up to debate. Even Adama Troy, physically again, one of the best footballers you'll ever see. No, he's just big and he just looks hench. That's it. But, you he know... can't jump. He can't jump. But yeah, you have to... You no, no, I'm talking... Heading, heading. Uh, if I were to take one person's heading, I'm taking Drogba's fam. That man is a big, big boy when it comes to the heading too. I think Ronaldo's got more headed goals than him. But let's talk about the moments of the headed goals. Because one of my guys... Ronaldo's got a headed Champions League final as well. Who gets he? I guess United. Back post? No, no. Sorry. Against United. For United against uh, Barcelona? No, no Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. He scored, he scored a header goal against United as well. Did you score it? In, oh, you said he scored in the final header goal. Yeah. I know someone else that scored a header goal in the final. Yeah. 
You should know him too. Oh, Messi, a free header. Yeah. No. I saw the difficulty of that. Uh, that's a difficult header. You had to switch. reach. You had to reach. But it was free. You had to reach. Sorry. Hey, that's not one of the hardest headers. You had to reach. Ronaldo actually jumped against No, 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 no. Ronaldo jumped. Ronaldo jumped and Essien didn't even bother jumping because he just looked up. So Ronaldo. He didn't know. He didn't know. He Ronaldo. jumped too late. Pele, Pele, back post 70, he had to be a guy. Dropper's one's the hardest, though. Dropper's one is the hardest. Because when I saw it live, I saw him ball coming to him, I was thinking, he's not going to score this. Like For him to get his balls going away, get that much power, neck muscles, probably the best head on Champions League final. Yes, that's it. Then followed by Ramos. Big, big head. Big goal, yeah. Ramos, he doesn't make my team. You see him I can't trust him. He has to be there. He's the ultimate Champions League man. I can't trust him. He's the ultimate Champions League man is Maldini. No, it's more has five. Oh, Ramos got four. Ramos has got four. And now Casemiro and all these guys have five. Yeah, I mean... But... Who, is he Casemiro defender? Mm-hmm. Casemiro. He's not. That's yeah. not saying Carriol is the ultimate right-back. Who? Carriol is the right-back. Right he's not as good. His ability doesn't match. I mean, his ability doesn't match. That'd be Dan Alves. Dan Alves has four. Dan Alves, if you want to say in terms of wins, Dan Alves has four. But Cafu, for me, Cafu is a better player. Cafu only has one, but Cafu is a better player than Dan Alves. Cafu, me, Cafu is the best right-back of all time. We talk about one competition. We're talking about the competition. You're I mean, you say Alves, I won't be mad at all. Look at, yeah, you're looking at our context because you're looking at um, other, the other aspects. I'm talking about the Champions League. So We're you, talking about Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday nights. I'm not talking about what he did on Tuesday, Saturday, I can't Saturday. Tuesday. I can't entertain Alves a lot because, you know... It should. Most winning player ever. No, no, well, I, I do have an utmost respect for Alves, but I mean, just purely Champions League, Cafu and them guys, they bottled a 3-0 lead. And so he has to wear that. Alves never done that. He's got four wins. He's been instrumental to pretty much all four. Give it, give it to the boy Danny Alves. But yeah, anything else Brilliant you want to, wins. want to touch on the Champions League stuff? Man, is leaving, so shout out to him. Bayern, I don't get that. It's good move. Get some, step past some Champions League. Apparently Lewandowski said that Bayern is a joke club. They're not a serious club. He, yeah, it is. Damn. He wants to leave. He didn't want to give him a new contract because he's 33. If he goes to Chelsea, I'll be scared, bro. He's not going to Chelsea. And if he does, bro, that's, that's actually very scared. dangerous. That's very dangerous for this league because Chelsea would be needing a goal scorer. He's got an ultimate goal score. Fam, get rid of Lukaku, man. Today, fam. I hate that guy. But Arsenal will take him, though. Take him. Oh, Arsenal don't take him, please. <laughs> also, if we came to Arsenal, that would be a big signing. Actually, with Arsenal, if we went to account, if we went to a counter-attack style, fair enough, innit? But I just know big moments, Lukaku's going to... Well, fam, Arsenal, that's the down. same. But yeah, speaking of Chelsea, takeover, 4.2 Bs. Damn. Some of that's going to charity, just to say. That's true. Uh... Football clubs are just very expensive, man. It's a vanity project. At the end of the day, I don't know how you're going to make four billions of billions of pounds of revenue from Chelsea. It's it's crazy. There's not that much return in football. But, you know, you know what it is. There's, there's just a lot of people with a lot of money. I don't know how they got the valuation. Because they don't even own their, they don't own their stadium. They don't own their football name. So I don't get it. Unless you're buying the fans out. Or I don't know when they're going to do that. But they should. So the fans own the stadium and they own the Chelsea name, so it's ridiculous. And apparently Chelsea lost over 900,000 a week <laughs> for his 19-year campaign. campaign. So... No. 900,000? Yep. Fam, it's not... I don't care. That's a million a year, basically. I'm oh, sorry, a million a week. So 19 times 52, that's 988 weeks, almost a 1,000 weeks. Times that by 900,000, boy. I'm not like, concerned of this. One, two, three... It's that, billions. That is eight hundred eighty-nine million. Um, I don't understand how you make money from football unless I, when I find out, someone needs to tell me because I don't know many football clubs that are profitable. 
Maybe Arsenal. I don't know. I don't think so. Because eventually you buy players. You buy, you have to buy players. How would you make that money back? Shirt sales, uh, merchandise. There's only so many fans you can let into a stadium. Okay, you got the TV revenue. How how are you making money? So the 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 plan is was actually with the Super League stuff. People want to create their own channels and have only their matches there. So people have to buy like Arsenal TV for maybe five. But then football, football fans are used to just having one subscription. No, but if they're able to do that, then they'll be making. Well, since the top teams were able to make some serious money. Mm, yeah, but then eventually, what will happen is you have one channel that truncates all the all of it together, and then you split the revenue out to different teams, which is happening with the Premier League. That's what everyone wants. They want a piece of that Premier League pie. But that revenue is that revenue is different gravy. If I was a football team, um, it's exposure as well. If I'm a big team in the Premier League, I'll be upset that teams like Burnley are getting some of that piece because who's watching? You come to Premier League to watch Burnley. About fairness and competitiveness of the league. Yeah. But yeah, the consortium will so the Burnley led consortium will see voting rights shared equally between him and oh, Clara Lake, Clear Lake Capital, a Californian private equity firm, Clear Lake which has no direct ownership pedigree in major sports assets, have taken a majority of the shares in Chelsea. The group was advised by, you know, Goldman Sachs and Robbie Warshaw, where the former Chancellor and Chelsea fan George Osborne now works as a partner. Words from the owner. Yep. Did he work for the... Um, it, it was in government. Oh. Yep, yep. Our vision as owners is clear. We want to make the fans proud, along with our commitment to developing the youth squad and acquiring the best talent. Our plan of action is to invest into the club for the long term and build on Chelsea's remarkable history of success. Um, it's, reported, it's reported the new owners plan to invest £1.75 billion into the club, placing the overall takeover value at £4.2 billion. So I think, yeah, I think, so including the investment, that's what it takes up to £4.2 billion. Okay. Well, that's what it sounds like. Um, so they're putting money in, they're going to be pumping money into that club, yeah? Mm-hmm. I hear them. I Chelsea lives on. I mean, the Chelsea. proceeds from the sale will be frozen in a UK bank account until the government has received further assurances the money will solely be going to the support for humanitarian causes in Ukraine. Shout out Ukraine. Um, yeah, I mean, Chelsea, they live on. People thought they are going to go down under. All these American owners, man, killing football fans. I'm done. But yeah, it is what it is. Can't, ah. wait, can't wait for Newcastle to become a serious team. Man. Are you going to go support them like you, man? No way. It's funny. Um, to finish. Don't worry, your kids' kids, your kids mm-hmm. might be Newcastle fans. I mean, Arsenal that if Arsenal that dead, then yeah, I couldn't help because even when I was coaching like last few days, I asked kids what team they support. Man City, you, you, Man City, Liverpool. Um, you do get a few that actually support their local teams, like Charlton Palace, and Spurs. You get a few Spurs as well because of Kane and so on. Yeah. Arsenal's it, gone now. Really, anyone supports Arsenal? Unless it's the dads. Unless the dad supports it. Unless the dads really ingrained. Fam, if I had a child. And uh, they're watching football, they would love Son. That's a great, that's one of the best uh, players. Son, Man City. Hopefully Saka can carry us into a new era. Good luck. Saka, where's my, where's my son? Where's that the one they said the tweet? Where's my son? <laughs> uh, I, need to, I still need to watch um, thingy, that show. It's top boy. Top boy. But anyways, yeah. Finish off boxing, the sweet science. Javante Tank Davis, when will you fight some real competition? You were one of my favourite fighters, but you remember I said, I have Spence... Shakur, AJ, and Tank. Tank's come up with my top three. Shakur's replaced him. Shakur's even superseded AJ. Shakur's number two. And AJ's going to come out with all of them soon. By, by golly, he might end up being um, Shakur being number one because I think Shakur's going to have the best career and the most distinguished career. I've already said this out of all four of the guys I've mentioned. Unless Tank happens to stop him with the winning fight. But um, 
Tank is just jokes, man. So much power. Such a funny boxer. So this is he's more Gorman boxing skills than people give him credit for. Um because he kind of when I watched the fight, he kind of baited Roly into that. Roly walked right in. He went boy, it looked like Roly was reaching for his charger. Boy, they put him through the he put him through the road. Roly was too it was over exuberant, too eager. It, the emotions of the fight, that was his first big fight. You could tell the inexperiences paid just took over and it was too ready to just land a powerful shot. Didn't really rely on his quote unquote skills. I believe he's had 140 amateur fights, so he should have some decent level of skills. But it was calm, and I thought it was alright. No, it was calm, but you could tell that the tank was trying to set him up with something, set him into traps. Of it, course, it, Tank got caught in the fire a bit because Tank got hit quite a bit. He got hit a bit. That's what I'm trying to say. But Tank, he, he rided them and he walked him onto one. And the punch, yeah, but Tank he didn't really put all his own into that punch. You know, coming forwards, he hit him as he's coming in, increases the impact, and good night, Roly. And Roly said he wants a rematch. He's no, got forget this man. This he could come back, but he's got to. No, I must say, forget the rematch. I just, just I need Javante to fight someone serious. Javante, who's gonna fight next? I'd love him to fight like a Loma, a Ryan Garcia. They say Ryan Garcia maybe that'd be good. Ryan Garcia. Yeah, because Ryan Garcia got fight someone around Juneish time, and hopefully roll him and Tank can get on end of the year. Ryan Garcia is not serious. But... He's, he's more he's more serious than some of the other guys. To be fair, Ryan Garcia is beating Haney when they amateur career. And after that, maybe a Cambosis, a Haney, a Teo, those sort of guys. We want to see those the the oh, core, core, the new four please, horsemen please, fight each other. Javante, please fight Loma. Even Loma as well. Because that would change your career if we do that. Good man. He changed the title almost. He changed Teo's career for a minute, then kind of went downhill because he lost to Cambosis. Um, because you know he overlooked him. But Cambosis, also Cambosis, Haney this weekend, Sunday morning, five o'clock in Australia. I hope it would be a more favourable time for us. It's in the morning though. It's all the, it's still the same time. So I think, it, I think they're doing it in Australia like, um, probably like two o'clock in the afternoon. What? Something like, well, to check the time difference between Australia and um, America. Like, what time is the fight? Because the time, the fight is four o'clock for us. So for America, that should be like what? Six hours, that should be 10, nine, 10. Um, Eastern time and I believe Western time. Uh, People are already saying UK TV. Probably five, six. I checked it this morning. It said five o'clock. It's Sky Sports, so yeah, Sky Sports Arena. So that means it's not even a paper. It's not a pay thing for us. You you can pay per view it, but it goes to Sky Arena. So yeah. So that means them men are not really a draw. Uh, Four a.m. What? So yeah, we'll check the time difference between America and Australia because that means they're having an Australia like early afternoon, morning. Like what the hell? Well, they probably have it four o'clock. It's like, okay, 14 hours. From what? Australia to us or Australia to America? Australia's 14 hours ahead of, of Washington. 14 we're hours. Like six, we're like six hours. We're like six hours behind. In front of America. Yeah. So that means they're like eight hours in, um, in front of us. So yeah, that means, yeah, so four o'clock, they're going to have like 12 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> It's a midday thing. Yeah, turns when I saw Australia, in fact, it looked like early. The sun was shining, bro. When it, I think when Pacquiao and Horn fought. Yeah, it was. It was like midday. Yeah. Let me check that. Let me just check what time it is. Uh, um, um, Australia time. And they got a rematch as well back in Australia. Um, we'll see. It's a, uh, oh, it's a nine p.m. It's a nine p.m. Australian time. Fine. Wait, wait. I don't know these times at all. It's ten a.m. In Australia. Ten a.m. AEST. Australian time. Oh, that's even earlier. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. 2 p.m. It's 2 p.m. Okay. AST. Yeah, 11 p.m. is America. 4 a.m. for us. This this is confusing. Basically, you have what? America here. 
The main cars stuff at 10 a.m. America here, us here, Australia here, all three sides of the world pretty much covered. Then it's, yeah, fair enough. If they done like a couple hours later, but obviously has to fit in with American prime 4 a.m. is when the, the, the main event ring walks start. So if you're awake at 4 a.m., yeah. you can probably catch it. Yeah. But that's the normal time they fight. It's only when they have fights here, when we're in Dubai or something, that's when it's more favorable for us, like when AJ fights and that. Combosis is what? Yeah. 5'9", six, 68 inch or each. Yeah, it's crazy. 20 and 0. It's crazy, but... Um, Wait, Haney, Haney's smaller with a longer reach. How tall is Haney? 5'8". 5'8". Oh, yeah. he looks taller. But he's arms in it. I got Haney probably on points. I wouldn't be surprised if Cabosa stops him, but it will be a good fight. I think it's tough for him to win on points when it's. He's got. He's got to probably. He's got. He's got to do wide. He's got to make. He's got outclass him convincingly, but we'll see. I mean, he needs a skill fight. And he gets hit a lot though. He doesn't get hit that much, but he gets hit clean, and his chin's not that great. <laughs> and Cabosa should be able to probably um, take advantage of that. But yeah, I respect Haney to win, but in boxing you never know, man. That's no, a close fight, but it will be interesting. Any final words? Hey, shout out to TMG, man. Continue to Shout out to TMG. Make sure you like and subscribe. Follow us on all platforms that be in the Twitter, that be in the Instagram, audio, the Apple um, podcast. You don't know that my guy's dressed in his finest drip for you guys today. Oh, he's not in his finest. Pull it out the, the, the wardrobe, that one, you know, look for 20 seconds, like, yeah, take this or take that. You know, Love that. You know how we go? But yeah, YouTube, you guys have been viewing the stuff, so make sure you keep viewing, but click the subscribe button. You get to this tangent, man. Subscriptions yeah, man. Viewing hours matter as well. You know, with, with the young boys, well, not so young anymore, the TMG boys are trying to make it. I'm an old man. And we out, we out, we, we out. out. What? 361 views. <laughs>